More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. It's really an honor because I have with us today Pam Wah. And she's a spiritual coach. She's a mentor. She's a new staff member at the church next door. She's also a mom, a grandma. They call her granny. But she mostly, she's a child of the king. She loves the Lord. And Pam has walked closely with the Lord for many years. You're going to enjoy her journey to wholeness. Listen in. It took me a few, you know, I would say probably six months to a year to really understand that, um, you know, abuse is not acceptable by God. Yeah. He doesn't accept that at all. That is not in his will. That is not his character. Yeah, you know, his character is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't say, um, you've been abused, so go back to the abuser. Yeah. He does not say that. No. Um, but he does say, forgive that mm-hmm. person. 70 right? times 7, eh? Yeah, right. And I had a hard time with that because if I forgave them, what does that mean? So I think part of my unforgiveness was holding on because it was, I felt like it was keeping me safe because I felt God was saying, Oh, if you forgive, you have to go back and you have to just deal with that. Right. You know, so my, my thought process was very skewed too in that area. I think another Mm -hmm. myth with forgiveness is we think if I let them off my hook, they're off God's hook too. Oh, I'm holding them on the line. Yes. But no, just because you let them off your hook, it frees you from the bitterness. It frees you from a life of, you know, being bound and held back by this unforgiveness. Doesn't mean that they're not held accountable to God for whatever happened. Yes. We all are held accountable to God. We are. Every one of us. And, Mm -hmm. And also, I think, don't we forgive so that we can pass on some new hope and future to our kids? Oh, honey. (laughs) <laughs> Amen. So I, t- I always tell women um, and men, okay, because, you know, I've, I've done spiritual direction myself because I'm so passionate about it, how it healed my life. Like it just changed me totally. But I do tell people it is never too late with your kids. It is That's never, so good. ever too late with your I kids. Yeah. I think my kids were conditioned and they'll say it now. It's so cute. Right. Um, but when they were teenagers and, um, they had to be responsible for me. So we kind of re we kind of repeat what we know. Sure. Without knowing it. Right. Unless we learn something different or learn a better way. Exactly. And so I started realizing, oh man, I, I started becoming different and they didn't know what to do with it. Even my husband was like, Oh man, she's becoming empowered. And I've kind of been the guy who just keeps fixing or trying to fix. And so now he's like, what do I do with this empowered woman? Right. You know, so he (laughs) had to go, um, she's healed. What do I do? I don't have a job now. Right. You know what I mean? And so it was like this. So your confidence soared. Oh yeah. How did you change? What, what did it look like? Sitting at the throne of God, number one saying, God, who do you say I am? No, I don't want to hear what you say I am. I don't want to, you know, I'm, when I say you, that person over there or whatever, I want to hear who you say I am. Mm. And that's where it got powerful. To right? walk in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm really big because I'm a coach too. So coach, spiritual director. The biggest thing we can do is just hear and not do. So I would hear God, but then I would do something. So I'll give you an example. This is what I was like. People were like, no way. No way. Yeah. So you know, in high school, I looked down. I never looked in somebody's mm-hmm. eyes. I mean, I had so much shame on me and so mm-hmm. much 
pain in me. I had no clue what to do with it, right? But um, I remember one day, I always hashed it out with God. God, you know, like, what is this? You know, he's like, oh, honey, now it's okay. Now, he knows I'm stubborn. He knows he's going to have to go over this a few times, right? <laughs> me too. <laughs> right? Yeah, aren't we all? I mean, you know. And uh, so he's like, do you know what you do? I mean, we have these conversations. Like, you know, it says my sheep will know my voice. Mm-hmm. And I learned his voice in my life. He's like, have you ever noticed you don't look people in the eye? This was as an adult, you know. Um, have you ever noticed that you don't talk to authority? Because I was scared of authority. Authority in my life was scary to me, right? Because like, it wasn't trusted. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I know, but whatever. It's comfortable being here. You know, I can stay out in the shadows. I can just yeah. kind of hide. He's like, yeah, but I haven't called you to hide. So he was I, leading you forward, leading you forward. Yeah, right. And he's so detailed. He, he was is. giving you the smallest detail. Lift mm. your eyes up. Mm-hmm. What is that? I, that scripture comes to my mind. Lift up your head. You know, from where my help comes from. Yes, so <laughs> good, right? Goosebumps, right? You oh. know? And he's like, here's what I want you to do. I want you to start shaking the pastor's hand. Mm. He was an authority in my life, right? And I want you to look him in the eye and tell him, hi, pastor, right? That's I good. was like, oh, <laughs> okay. So your confidence, God alone was building your confidence. Yeah, right. It was so cool. cool. In simple ways, right? So I learned that, you know, the Lord would tell me something, but I also learned that I had to also do it. <laughs> so I love the verse, you know, oh, I just, oh. Um, you know, to what is the verse that says, you know, do not ne- merely listen to the word. So to deceive yourselves, do what it says. Do it. Right. I feel like most of us are hearers. Mm-hmm. I found the verse I was just thinking of. Oh, so it's for it's Psalm one twenty one. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence comes my help? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Mm. There it is. He right? just like brought you all the help. God is so practical. I always say the Holy Spirit is. is practical. He's helpful, and He was giving you step by step how I'm going to walk you into a new level of confidence mm-hmm. and freedom. And mm-hmm. and we haven't even gotten to your resume. I mean, all the leadership potential that you had it was just squelched under that hurt and that oh, shame and, yes. and pain. What yes. do, okay, I want to talk about that in a minute, but because God really redeemed that. What else did he, looking back, what else did he redeem? Did he redeem any relationships? Did he redeem any other patterns? Or Oh, gosh. <laughs> right? So he redeemed. So, I mean, it's incredible. He redeemed, you know, my kids mm. because they realized they kept trying to rescue me. I'm like, dude, I'm good. I don't know. You know, and they're I'm like, good wow, now. mom, I'm, I'm not quite sure what this means. But what it redeemed in them was they could come to me and go, mom, you hurt me here. And I said, oh, my gosh. And you know what? Here's what God that. taught me was we all started getting freedom, right? Um, because they had freedom. They didn't have to worry about me, mm-hmm. right? And that God was fixing me. Uh, but also they had freedom to come to me and knew that I wouldn't have a meltdown or that, that you know, whatever that was, right? Yeah. And so um, I remember my daughter came to me one day. She was like 20, and that's a tough age, right? They're kind oh, of, oh, figure you it know, all out. yeah, and they're becoming adults. They're trying to figure everything out. And she says, Mom, you did this to me, and it really hurt me. What'd you say? 
And at first, you know, the old Pam was like, oh, my gosh, you know, because she's going to reject me. She's going to leave me. She's, you know, all the things. And I'm like, no, mm-mm, nope, I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. Satan, your agenda is not working anymore. <laughs> all right, dude, you're out the door. You've, you've been served notice this, a while the, back. You, you're done, dude. I'm, I'm done. And I said, honey, and here's what's really funny is I didn't do it. It was actually her dad. Oh, wow. And she didn't know that. So I could have gone into, oh, that wasn't me. That was your dad. But I said, oh, honey, I am so sorry. I love that. Can you tell me more about that so that we can take care of it right here? We want to make it right. Yeah. And she was like, wow. And so now it's so cool. Like, you know, they're in their 30s now. And this was like 20. We're all best friends. You know, my daughters, my, you know, good. my son-in-laws, my, you know, grandkids. Like, yeah, my grands. Oh, my gosh. So wait, did yeah. she ever cliffhanger so did she ever figure out it was dad that did whatever no oh (laughs) you just owned it i I owned it because you know what it wasn't about me it was about what her heart needed yeah clean it up yeah yeah you had to have done something right though that she came to you and was like hey mom yeah i mean because she felt she could at least come to you yeah right sometimes don't we underestimate the things that we did right oh even though like we see i did this wrong i did this wrong i did this wrong but goodness gracious yeah aren't we as mothers like really hard on each Mm -hmm. on ourselves i mean as women we're really hard on ourselves but my my girls knew i loved them like there was not you know i didn't have a mom growing up i'm like dude my girls will have a mom growing up Right. And they knew that was my, I don't want to say agenda, but that was the love that I had for them, that I would never um, abandon them, that I would never um, do the things that were done to me. So it created actually my pain created power Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And I'm all about that. Right. So it created um, God saying, yeah, Pam, see, you have the best example of what not to do. Right. Um, and, and so I just started saying, okay, God, teach me what to do with my girls. I was in Bible studies saying, okay, how do I do marriage? How do I, you know, do all these things I had? I just watched other women. I think this is so important. Wow. They're really good with their preschoolers. How can I do that? How can I do that? So what about learning and growing? I mean, did you commit to this? Did you say, I'm going to commit to healing. I'm going to commit to forgiving. I'm going to commit until I get better, until I get on this path. Doesn't it take work? Oh, it was the most work I've ever done in my life, right? You know, I mean, I've had... What do you call that? Self-work or inner work or working through my junk? Yeah, right. Just, um, I talk it like the journey to wholeness, Mm -hmm. you know, and I ended up, you know, doing a program on that, like journey to wholeness. Like I say our journey to wholeness is till we die. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're teachable. We're teachable. I think if Mm -hmm. we're teachable then God can use us. Mm-hmm. We don't want to ever mm-hmm. say, oh, I've arrived. No, no, I never want to say I've arrived. And I'm always saying, hey, tell me, would you tell me if you see something right in love? I think speaking the truth in love is like the most powerful thing we can do for people. Yeah. If, but, I, but I'm also careful to say we need to guard our heart above all else. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. 
Take time today to simply be. Simply be with God.